Welcome to the Map Your Financial Future podcast for July 21st, 2006. I'm your host, Patrick Lyons, author of Map Your Financial Future, Starting the Right Path in Your Teens and Twenties, and president of Lyons Den Capital. To find out more about our services, visit www.lyonsdencapital.com. That's L-Y-O-N-S. Lions Den Capital, celebrating your financial success. The purpose of these podcasts is to talk about personal finance issues that are important to you. This week's topic is exchange-traded fund basics. In previous newsletters, I've talked about exchange-traded funds to consider adding to your portfolio, but I decided to take a step back and explain what they are and the benefits and drawbacks. Let's start with a definition. An exchange-traded fund is like a mutual fund since it is a basket of securities. However, these funds are traded on a stock exchange such as the American or New York Stock Exchange. The objective of these funds is to match the returns of a particular index such as the S&P 500 or NASDAQ 100. Let's start with the advantages. The first one is trading flexibility. Exchange-traded funds trade like stocks. They can be bought and sold throughout the day, unlike mutual funds, which can only be purchased at the end of the day. You can place a stop loss on your trade, which is an order given to your stockbroker to limit losses. You can even short an ETF if you feel the price is going down or use margin to um, buy ETFs. Another advantage is lower fees. According to the Investment Company Institute, expense ratios, which are the fees to cover the cost of running a mutual fund, on stock and bond mutual funds average 1.13% and 0.9% respectively in 2005. Fees on exchange-traded funds average 0.42% according to Schaefer Research. However, several specialty exchange-traded funds have fees exceeding this industry average. Another advantage is variety. There are over 200 ETFs traded in the United States covering narrow industries like home builders or bank stocks as well as broader ones such as the Wilshire 5000 index. Investors can gain exposure to U.S. and international stocks, real estate investment trusts, bonds, commodities, and currencies through investing in exchange-traded funds. Another advantage is there is no minimum investment. Most mutual funds require a minimum investment which can be as low as $500 or exceed $25,000 in some cases. ETFs don't have this restriction. You can buy one share if you want to in your brokerage account as long as you have the funds in your account to cover the transaction and brokerage commission costs. Another advantage is disclosure of holdings. There is never a question about what securities are owned in an exchange traded fund because you can go to the American Stock Exchange website which is www.amex.com and check the holdings on a daily basis. Mutual fund companies report holdings information less frequent, so you really don't know exactly what you're investing in 
unless it's, of course, an index fund. Some of the disadvantages of ETFs include um, limiting your upside potential. If you pick individual stocks, you could potentially make more money than buying exchange-traded funds if you make uh, the right decision on your stocks. Since ETFs are baskets of stocks, there may be a few companies dragging performance down that could put a cap on your upside potential. Another disadvantage is broker commissions. ETFs are bought and sold through a broker, so you will have to pay a commission charge each time you buy or sell. If you deal with a discount broker, commissions may be as low as $5, but full-service brokers could charge $50 or more for each trade. Just to summarize uh, this podcast, ETFs are a great way for the everyday investor to create a diversified portfolio with a small amount of money, but it's not for everyone. Be sure to do your homework to see if ETFs make sense for your situation. Some of the bigger families of exchange-traded funds include iShares, which is www.ishares.com, PowerShares, www.powershares.com, and the Select Spider family, which is www.spdrindex.com. You can order your autographed copy of Map Your Financial Future by visiting www.mapyourfinancialfuture.com. The book is also available on internet retailers such as Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. Because this podcast is for you, I want to hear from you. Please email me any comments, questions, or topics you would like discussed in the future to Patrick at mapyourfinancialfuture.com.